Taylor, I want to do something a little bit different. I've been workshopping this game, right? And I'm going to call it Pin Quitter Simone. Before we play, I think I have to explain it a little bit, so I'm going to do my best. I'm going to give you three rumors, and I want you to pin one, quit one, and submit one. What that means, pin, guaranteed like that is going to happen. Quit, you don't believe it's going to happen at all. And submit something you're on the fence about, you're just waiting for a little bit more info to come through. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. All right, so let's go ahead and knock this off. So it is rumored that Cody Rhodes has signed with WWE. Are you going to pin, quit, or submit that? Well, I'm going to pin it because it's not rumored he has signed with WWE. How do we know? Because it has been verified by the big leagues. And they don't ever lie to me. So why wouldn't I believe him? I mean, that's a very fair point, but I, I mean, we haven't seen pen to paper yet. I absolutely believe that Raw is setting it up for for him to come in at WrestleMania against Seth as well, too, because there's no reason why they would do do Seth like they did the last two weeks unless they had a reward for him. Well, let me ask you this. Then. Do we expect Cody to show up on Monday or do we expect Seth to pull the John Cena stunt from a couple years back and have that match made official at WrestleMania? Say like on night one, Seth tries to hijack WrestleMania Cody Rhodes comes and saves the day because he was in attendance because he's the hottest free agent on the market. And we set up Seth Cody for night two. I think, and I would be willing to bet my entire bank account of five cents on this, that he will be here next Monday because they're going to want to set up a feud. And that's how these writers write. He will be here next Monday. It's a guarantee. I a hundred percent pin it. I a hundred percent promise you it's going to happen. There's no doubts in my mind. I'm not worried about it. He's showing up Monday to set up the feud for WrestleMania. They're not going to do it at WrestleMania. They're going to do it on Monday. Watch and learn. What if they swerve us, though? WWE is very self-aware, right? And they know everyone expects Cody to show up. And I've heard mixed reports now, and I get it. The past couple days, all the news sources have been saying it's official, done deal, Cody Rhodes is going to be at WrestleMania, right? Could be true, could be false. It's not false. Hey, you know, power to you for believing that. I'm just saying at the end of the day, it hasn't been made official by either party. So it's still up in the air, right? I love that you've become like a conspiracy theorist because of this. Like you're a Cody Rhodes conspiracy theorist. It could be a one day deal. It could be a one year deal. We don't know. And that's what I love about this is there is still so much speculation. Yeah, we have the big sources reporting it. But like I said, I have no official reports. So I'm still you, holding out on that. I'll owe you 50 cents if... uh if it does happen. The next rumor is Kenny Omega out for another two months plus getting hernia surgery uh, and it's set for late March. Here is the... I'm going to submit it because I already pinned one, but I also believe that that's probably true as well. See, I have a little bit of doubt because they've already started teasing returns for Kenny Omega in the respect that you had Don Callis show up uh, with Kenny Omega's music. So we're now putting Kenny Omega back in the uh, minds of the people, right? And what has he been doing the past like two, three months? Has he not been already getting these surgeries? Like, how did he re aggravate if he did? Because that's where I'm hearing like he, you know, re aggravated something these or are, the recovery's not going really, well. really easy thing to happen though. Like, we're going to do this football thing again, but Andrew Luck is the same way. Like, or it was like, we're going down like 10 months. His recovery is supposed to be like eight months and things just keep going wrong. The body's not a, a roadmap where you can just look at it and say, all right, we'll go there. You know what I mean? Like things happen, especially with muscle aggravation and different things that you need surgeries on. I was thinking that he had like four or five things that he needed surgery on when he went out too. So he had a long road to come back. 
I'm going to go ahead and pin that. There's no reason not to believe it other than, you know, I mentioned they're teasing him. But if I am AEW, I do want to keep Kenny Omega in the thoughts of people, especially if we now know he's going to be out for an extended period of time on top of the time he's already taken off and that expected recovery timetable. I also believe that they brought Don Callis out in the hopes that Kenny Omega was almost back to normal. And then maybe they realized that he wasn't after they brought Don Callis out because it once have been two weeks since he showed up. Yeah, Did so show up a revolution or something. Are you suggesting that they weren't aware of these reaggravations or at that point? The things happened after it. Like, it, I'm not necessarily suggesting that they weren't aware. I'm just saying that it, it there is no again anything can happen. You know what I mean? It could have happened right after he did it. He could have pulled a muscle or tore something. You know what I mean? Like nothing is set in stone, and recoveries are hard, especially for somebody that's putting their body in through so much trauma. And he did go ahead and, you know, work injured from what we have heard, which you got to give the man props. There are so many athletes who will get injured and, you know, hey, like immediately I got to take care of this, which you can't dismiss that mindset I mean, he whatsoever. Put, he put the company on its back is what he did. Exactly. It, there's not as many professional athletes who are willing to do that these days, at least in wrestling, I would say. You know, you hear about that in football all the time. I would imagine Kenny thought it would be okay and... Now we're seeing like he's one of those athletes who's starting to, you know, have a longer and longer timetable, which I hope this isn't a reoccurring. I just hope he comes back without feeling right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want him to rush it. I think two months is fine. Like, I just want him to be happy and healthy. You know, he's incredible and he's going to be incredible when he comes back. So, you know, well, let's move on to the third rumor. And that is another injured player who might be rushing the timetable. And that's Bobby Lashley uh, apparently is set to face almost on night one of WrestleMania. That is a, a kill, whatever, what's it called? The pin? What's the middle one? Quit? Yes. That's a quit. Here's why. Because that was a preset date before he got hurt. Did you hear this or is it? I. That's what I heard. I heard that that was what the plans were pre-hurt. And now that he's hurt, they don't have those plans. So almost doesn't have a date to the dance. Well, I'm hearing the exact opposite. Like they're rushing Bobby Lashley to actually go. But I will also quit that rumor because it's got as much legitimacy as Bailey coming back. And I do hear she's coming back, but after WrestleMania. Yeah. So for us to, you know, expect her to show up and also have a match at WrestleMania, like they they can't pull that trick two or three times in one event, right? Yeah. It's if Cody Rhodes really does show up and face Seth, that's gonna be a memorable moment for all wrestling fans, whether you hate Cody, whether you love Cody, whether you hate WWE, whether you love WWE, everyone will be watching, waiting for that to happen if it does happen. And WWE is gonna pull a big shot and really get eyes on the product, which at the end of the day, you can't be mad at a company for trying to do so. But my question still is if Cody does show up, how long is he going to be there? He's got, dude. I think that you're gonna, you're not looking at how much money they're paying him, dude. Because I heard a ballpark of AJ Styles contract. Well, I also heard the reason why Cody and WWE fizzled out is because the money wasn't right. Originally, or are you talking about AEW? No, I'm talking about WWE and I mean AEW as well. Well, maybe but... the money's right now. Maybe that's what he was waiting on. What what a good thing for Cody. Like me not being a fan of his and never really being a fan of his. I'm proud of him, dude. He came in there and he demanded what he wanted and he got what he wanted. Well, since we've managed to get back on the Cody Rhodes track, I will throw one more thing into the fire as well. It was announced that Brandy Rhodes just got like a deal for her cooking show thing that she's been doing on the uh, on the YouTubes. So that 
it kind of pulls her in a different direction. And it would make you think that she's completely done with AEW, at least as her prior role. I wouldn't imagine she's doing double duty, but at the same time, they are trying to become very famous people, which so far they've done a great job. And for her to duel threat that i wouldn't be surprised either you know what i mean she's going to be making a lot of fucking money one way or the other so if she could maximize those profits hell power to you but taylor we've been focusing so much on cody rhodes not only on this episode but the last couple weeks because he's one of the biggest names in wrestling right now love it or hate it but i want to focus on something a little bit different and i want to bring attention to a wrestling promotion we don't spend enough time on and i want to do this on a weekly basis for now on and kind of uh See the other side of the ropes, you know what I mean? Talk about wrestling outside of the WWE, AEW scope, and it doesn't necessarily have to be this one promotion every week, but with the recent happening of the Crockett Cup, I thought this would be a perfect introductory look at wrestling outside of that landscape. I think the best way to go about this is I took a couple pros from this match, but I did have one big con. So I want to go through the pros first, and then we'll get to that negative thing that I took from the pay-per-view. The first pro for me is just the overall production value. Yes, one could say it's not enough production value, but just the vibe it gave to the overall production. It's the NWA, right? That's the f the first time that I did not think that we were going to disagree on this at all. But I, you were you were bougie when it comes to wrestling. You were absolutely bougie. This isn't for your WWE fan. I could imagine some fans of WWE would enjoy this, especially with Matt Cordona being so over the fucking top like he always is. But at the end of the day, this is like pure professional wrestling at its finest. I completely disagree again. The I think first the, half of the match. Okay, because I was going to say the back half was a big old screwy finish, and it's just like, it's, it's a WWE finish. Well, it is, but you have to realize, you know, everyone involved was involved with WWE at one point or the other, uh, minus one or two characters. And I don't want to spoil it because I want people to go out and actually watch this for themselves. But I, yeah, the production value for me, it made sense for the product you were consuming. You know what I mean? If it's, you have all of these big flashy superstars, you know what I mean? I would expect a higher level of production, kind of like my complaints with impact. My complaints with impact are the exact opposite. I expect a little bit more of presentation from them and it's gotten significantly better. Don't get me wrong, but during the pandemic say, era, out. you're going to get, you're going to get uh, ran over by the hive, bro. The no, impact. Hive. No, no, no. I, I love impact, but back during the pandemic, things were really rough as far as their presentation goes. It wasn't really until AEW came into the mixture where we saw an improved level of production and they've, come a thousand miles since those Wait days, right though did you just give uh aw the credit for impact improving no there had to be some money there because it was you're telling me that it's a coincidence that the minute kenny omega starts showing up <laughs> in impact that the production quality this of impact man, grows this man just gave all the credit for impact improving to the other company you're you were I an aw apologist i didn't okay take it for what it is i'm not saying that it was the product itself yeah you are <laughs> I'm saying it was the goddamn budget and just how they made it appear to the casual viewer. Kenny Omega showed up and threw a wad of cash at him. He said, look here, look, come here, come here. Let me give you this cash. <laughs> Dude, he just opened up Tony Khan's checkbook, right? And he was just he said, like, hey, Scott, Scott, the let more, me break you me, off. Let me show one you more. something. He pulls out a wad of hundreds. He's like, Get some new cameras, bitch. I'm tired of this looking like <laughs> shit. You're not going to film me on those 480 cameras, Scott. 
We're going HD. You can buy $2,000 cameras, and then I'll give you an extra $5,000 on top of it for fun. Quit being poor. A couple days later, <laughs> after the first appearance, and there's no crowd noise, Scott <laughs> comes into his office. There's just like a burnt CD on his desk, and he's like, what the fuck is this? It has no writing on it, right? Originally, he tried to put it in a DVD player. It doesn't work. He's like, what is this? Finally, he just pops it into his computer. He's like, one way or the other, it's going to work, right? And then it's just like three hours of like filler crowd noise. <laughs> and he's <laughs> I imagine he came in, busted open the door, and he goes, we're not doing any more murder investigations nowadays, Scott. That's over with. <laughs> Could you even? We're going to get the- crushed by the hive, bro. The impact hive is going to kill us. Do you think anyone's mad that we are not getting those like weird fucking segments anymore in Impact? I will head say, I love Johnny Swinger, though. That made me a Johnny Swinger guy. I'll pass on that. Man. I'll quit hey, that. Yo, listen, Johnny Swinger. Don't listen to him. He's a fucker. You're all right. all right. Speaking of people that are all right, I'm talking about Jeff Jarrett's hair. You're not going to stop me. It is so beautiful. Do you think that he dyes it? <laughs> He's got to. He's so fucking old. I will say he was in surprisingly good shape. We saw him at GCW against Effie, but like he really tried to show everyone. He's like, hey, I've been hitting the weights. Why is that the official uniform of a wrestler that's a referee? You it's know, they, not. They just cut the sleeves off of a referee shirt, and they're like, well, I'm here. He's doing his own impression of Matt Cardona right now, bouncing from company to company, though. Is he just trying to ride the coattails of Cardona? I mean, listen, he went from SmackDown to GCW. He was, Do you remember when he showed up on SmackDown or right before he went to GCW? Uh, he was there. He showed up. He was like, what's up? I'm Jeff Jarrett. Hi. And then he just walks out. There was nothing, no reason for him to be there. He was just backstage having fun. I hate that. And then he just shows up in GCW, does his thing with Effie. You know what I mean? Bounce around. Now he's over here in NWA. What's next? Well, Jeff Jarrett to the moon. Well, you mentioned it, that he is like kind of doing the Matt Cordana. That's a big reason why I did enjoy this match, because of Matt Cordana. You know, you could try to nitpick what exactly makes him draw your attention. The one thing that I really appreciated about this match, because like I said, the first half of the match was a traditional wrestling match to a T and one could argue a screwy finish. Now, like you said, this was a little bit over the top, but a screwy finish is still intertwined in traditional wrestling. So my thing though, was Matt Cordata had all these little like salutes to old NWA legends and even like a fuck you to Jeff Jarrett and everything. And just that it kept you like for me, the person who loves wrestling history, I was just watching this and I was like, he really fucking gets it. Not only is he getting that psychology through in the entire match, he's even showing off that he's a wrestling historian, right? Like, he does the podcast. He's so intertwined in the world of wrestling, and he's learned how to get himself over. And these are the reasons why, you know, he's invested the time and energy, and he's doing everything right. But it leads me to my one con, the beginning of the match. You said that the end of the match was fucky i did think the beginning of the match was a little bit fucky too and it really broke up the great wrestling that was in the middle of this match and that was the tour around the arena i'm never really a fan of these situations but this one in particular like the pacing of it and just the spots on the crowd felt a little too forced for me um i know it was probably really cool for all of the fans that's what they did it for and this isn't for you this is for the fans that are there. You know what I mean? I think NWA is a live promotion almost. Well, they do have a fan base on the internet and everything like that. So, and in public. 
They're doing their thing. Yeah, no, they're getting a lot of traction ever since N- or Billy Corgan has purchased the promotion. He's really been changing people's view of NWA. Well, they got as a whole. good wrestlers over there. You can't deny that. Well, this whole card was or stacked. Like I don't know if you took a time to peek at the undercard or the mid card, but yeah, it was a really good time altogether. So, as the whole purpose of this was to kind of shine a light on them, I don't know if you do watch NWA or not. But if you don't, go get yourself a fight subscription or something like that. Check out the replays on YouTube and uh. Watch some NWA, but before we get into the story time, though, Taylor, I do want to go ahead and do this first. If you have a chance, go ahead and follow the big three at Jaded Wrestling, at Tots Pod, at Year of Pod. There's a couple things I want to address. We sell merch, and you would look a lot cooler if you wore that merch. Uh, you can find that at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Jaded Wrestling. Also, I found out today via the anchors and the Spotify's and stuff a couple different things. You can pay us via the like description of the episodes i don't know if that interests you at all but it would help us continue to produce this podcast we don't do this for the money we do it for the wrestling but money is cool too uh but more importantly you can rate us on spotify now like directly in the app now you can't set up a bunch of fake accounts and go rate. you have to listen to the podcast to do so but if you're listening to this Clearly, you listen to the podcast. Give us a rating. Uh, leave a review on Apple Podcast, And tell a friend to tell a friend. But I want to tell you a story, Taylor. And that story is of a man, Kane. A lot of people have been talking negatively about him lately. And I don't even want to address that. I'm going to try to feign ignorance here. And think about the good times with good old Gwen, right? And I uh, came across the story the other day in which Glenn kind of ruined some people's lives who were probably having this fascinating just love induced vacation until the big red monster came and ruined it so i read this story that you sent me and this is not the story that i thought i'd be reading this week i didn't go into it thinking what am i gonna read about glenn this week that i'm just gonna roll on the floor and not understand how it happened so do you want to tell her do you want me to tell it yeah, I'll give you the gist of the story. We're uh, not a blog site. Uh, we could be. Let us know if you want us to be. But we can't be. Don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, good old Mayor Kane was just sitting around at the arena all day, right? And he just wanted to get back to the hotel. He didn't want to deal with traffic. He didn't want to deal with fans. He just wanted to be left the fuck alone. So he ended up wrestling right before the main event. And as soon as he was done, he just beelined for the door, right? So at this point, you know, he has some gym clothes on. He has some uh, makeup on. His hair's all a disaster because of the wig. Didn't even take that thing off. Just jumps in a car and goes to the hotel, right? Gets his key, or maybe he already had his key. I don't remember if that was actually specified in the story. It goes up to his room. You know, he's getting looks everywhere from all the hotel staff because imagine this man came spandex workout gear paint just sweat it's a whole hot mess do you think kane's a brand guy what do you, do you mean? think he pulls up in like adidas tank tops and like you know what i mean or do you oh think, like he's a brand loyalist yeah i was wondering if you think that he just he would be like a walmart guy like i imagine kane might also just be a guy that buys like uh, the walmart brand of everything you know, I will be honest. I do not think he goes to like premier stores to get. No, his I don't stuff. think premier stores, but I could see him like only buying Adidas from Kohl's. Yeah, that's. What I was just gonna say if he's gonna buy those name brands, he's getting them at the bargain bin. Yeah, stores. no, that's like that's is that a bargain bin store? Is Kohl's what a bargain bin store? Yeah, it kind of is. Damn, 
I'm poor. Now Coles isn't going to listen to the podcast. Damn it. We just ran away Coles. <laughs> That's our biggest audience. I've been getting so much coal cash. They're going to fucking get rid of it now. Damn it, Taylor. How dare you? Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, so. I love Coles. I just want to put that on record, though. Like, I really love Coles. I can't, like, describe this enough to just give you the picture of this man. Unfortunately, there wasn't a picture. I think that would have been very helpful. So we didn't. We got halfway through the story and somehow found our way talking about Kane shopping at a Kohl's. This is what you do to me. He just wanders into these like, oh, these are nice Reebok shorts. I thought you were <laughs> saying he was an Adidas lawyer, Taylor. Come on, tell your own <laughs> no, he's story. A Reebok. You know, Kane will go wherever the money is. If Reebok pays him. He'll go there. If we have a sale on Reebok this week, damn right we're wearing this Reebok shorts. A terrible retelling of this story. So Kane shows up to the hotel, right? Yeah, gets all these dirty looks, and then he has his face paint still on, like he's all like got grease all over him. Looks like he just came out from under a car. He's all sweaty. He has his Reebok tank top on. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> so he goes up, and they give him his room key, and he goes up to his room, and he opens the door, and everybody's like, ah! and then he's like, ah, and then everybody's like, ah. And then because he went into the room that they already had booked to somebody else. I love how you just accelerated like kind of what I already said and then your own version of this interaction. It's a it's like a uh, Christopher Nolan movie. We're all going different directions. You know what I mean? <laughs> I fucking is, guess so. This is Tenet right now on a podcast. But yeah, I guess these people were on vacation, you know, just hanging out, weren't familiar with the country at all. And Kane just walks into their room and they have no idea who this man is. So imagine you come to this country, do not know who Kane is, and you just see him in the state that we have described. He's, a, he's scary. A, the without, tank. He's scary without face paint on too. Like, I can only imagine what's going through their minds. Like, are we going to die? Is it room service? What kind of hotel did we book? I'm going to give a two-star review. The hotel from hell. But imagine Kane's point of view. You know, he's like, bro, I literally just wanted to go to sleep. And now I have to deal with this shit. I imagine he has, like, his theme song as, like, his ringtone for his phone. And he, like, walks in the room and somebody calls him right at that time. And he, like, drops his bag. It's like, down, 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 down. And these people are just like, what in the fuck? I think the best part, though, the article ended off with saying that Kate had like gone downstairs. And by the time we could get to the receptionist, the receptionist was like already on the phone, just getting chewed the fuck out by these people. And thus he should. He gave Kane the wrong room. I would like to think in my heart of hearts that these people did know who Kane was, but not from WWE. On the flight over, they saw, see, no evil. And so they know who he is. Oh, no, that's way worse. He's only, a, they only know him as a killer. Exactly. And then he comes in and they're like, all right, oh, fuck. say your prayers. Like, it's been it's nice been knowing you. We, we like, just watched this movie on the flight over and now he's in our room. Scary, scary. They're never traveling again <laughs> in their entire fucking life. I imagine that we do that record scratch meme from the guy to at the hotel desk. Like it's like you wonder how I got in this situation. You know what I'm talking about? I also want to know what kind of uh, compensation they got for this whole mix up. You know, probably Kane, a free week stay. You know, they were there for a week. They were paid, so he probably put the money back on their card. And then Kane probably didn't get anything because he scared him. <laughs> if anything, he got like charged a fee for it. <laughs> Hey, fuckface, we have an explicit crew that does this in the hotel. We're not paying any extra for your services, bucko. That's hilarious. 
He probably, yep. I'm into this, man. We should do more stories about Kane going into hotel rooms. Well, we can do more stories, just maybe not specifically of Kane ruining wanna, people's vacations. I want to DM him and ask him what brand his workout clothes are. All right. So, this is your opportunity, people. We need everyone to flood Kane with his choice of workout gear. I want to see screenshots. Just send them in our Twitter DMs, our Facebook DMs, our Instagram DMs, wherever you please. <laughs>